live. There's tense moments before we go live. Are we live on Facebook? Cool. We are live. We are live. We are live. Good. Guys, how are you doing? Hope you're good. Welcome to the Man Coach page. Welcome to this awesome little teaser, shall we call it, for one of the amazing expert speakers that are coming up to talk on the um, Rise to Thrive live show at Aston Villa Stadium on uh, Saturday, the 26th of November. It's going to be uh, a huge annual meet. We kind of feel this is probably the biggest event for guys in terms of their personal development and drive um, in the UK. It's going to be a huge meet and uh, we're looking forward to delivering. Uh, my name is James Borman. So I am the man coach. I help men rediscover them, their purpose, purposeful direction by building the elite mentality. And um, I'm going to be talking at the event. And I'd like to welcome Jenna, uh, Jenna Holloway who we've known each other for years and years and years. Jenna used to be actually a client of mine when I, all those years back when I used to run my first business, which was a boot camp. Um, and Kelly Hill. And then I became a client of Jenna's. Uh, and then we kind of helped Jenna get her feet off the ground in terms of business. Now she's thriving and now she's helping a lot of people uh, with what she does. So Jenna, I'm going to get you to intro yourself to everybody. Where you go. Sure. Okay. Hi, I am a solution-focused hypnotherapist and joyful living coach. Um, that is a term that I've only recently started using as I kind of realized that that is the whole point of the work that I do, getting people out of survival mode and helping them to basically reprogram their subconscious minds. And, and this is what we're going to talk about at the seminar is to give you an understanding of how your mind works because that is the game changer when you understand how your mind works and and why we feel the way we feel like the negative emotions that we feel that hold us back in life when we can understand that and then do something about that through subconscious reprogramming then it's an absolute game changer you can just feel like a completely different person happier yeah, more focused yeah. more driven so I think the reason, um, not I think, I know the reason that I asked Jenna to come up was for what you've just explained there, right? And I did some work with you. We did a bit of uh, a trade-off, so to speak. But I, I know that when I work with you, I got huge amounts of clarity and benefit in terms of clearing my mind of um, the overload that was going on in there, you know, like it completely, the stress bucket, as you call it, like just completely filling up and spilling over. And I know that many of our guys have got a lot from you as well in terms of um, helping them understand their mind. This is really the science, right, of understanding what's happening in your brain. Like I often talk an awful lot about like what we go through. And this is almost like connecting the dots between what I talk about and what you bring to the party and connecting those dots yeah. so that we understand our mind and we actually understand the triggers and the signs and the early signs and actually being more self-aware which I, I always think self-awareness is the front door to to change right yeah absolutely to, yeah, to understanding yeah ourselves more um so let's let's cover some of the things that um we're just going to give a tease in terms of some of the areas that we're going to talk about so one of the areas we're going to talking about is understanding your caveman brain can you just kind of explain what that is Mm -hmm, of course yeah so we have the same brain now as we had when we were cavemen women 
And that means that your brain is wired for survival. Um, it, it doesn't care about your happiness. It doesn't care about um, you being able to be present and in the moment and enjoying your life, confident, successful. It doesn't, doesn't give a shit about any of that. It's just literally number one priority is to stay alive. And when we combine that with the knowledge that your brain can't tell the difference between real and imagination, that is when we come unstuck in the modern day world because our thoughts can literally put us in survival mode because of the mind-body connection. When you're having a thought, it triggers um, either feel-good hormones if you're thinking good things or stress hormones if you're overthinking and thinking worst-case scenario thoughts and negative self-talk and and all of the stuff that is so prevalent um, in the mental health arena. And so, yeah, so because we can't tell the difference between real and imagination, our brain triggers stress hormones, it fills our stress bucket up and makes a lot of people live their whole lives in fight or flight mode when the central nervous system is activated and we are in survival mode because our brain and our body is literally trying to keep us alive from one minute to the next. It's it's almost like our brain has its own function. It's like it's like I look at AI, AI right, and it, it kind of it learns and builds its own patterns and its own yeah. thoughts, right? So it's almost like our unless we unless we build up controlling systems to be able to control that more. And that's such for example, like a morning routine, right? So I use the morning routine to prime my mind for the day. So I, I go through three different phases. So when I do my walk, um, I go through gratitude, I go through reflection and I go through perspective. And that's that's all included within my 50 minute walk. And I guess what you're talking about is almost that if I didn't do that, I'd almost go into survival mode for the day. So I'm almost, if you like, when we go to the gym, we warm up before lifting weights that walk and those three things are almost warming up my brain to come out of caveman mode. Is that right? Um, everybody's different. Um, and it all depends on the experiences yeah. that you've had because you form beliefs based on the experiences you've had. Yeah. Um, in mostly in childhood and, and early adulthood and yeah. they, they very much impact your programming and you carry those beliefs through into adulthood and it it shapes how you feel yeah. the emotions that you feel and therefore your actions and how you perceive the world and everything but yes i i completely agree with you in the sense that unless we are aware of this and do something about it our brain is primed for negativity Okay. Because its number one job is to keep you alive. So yeah. what we need to do is to um, rewire our brains to be more positive. So build habits like the morning routine so that you can, and, and part of that, as you said, is gratitude. Yeah. Focus your mind on positivity because where your focus goes, energy flows. And so if you're focusing on negative things, your mind is always listening to you. Your subconscious mind is always listening to your thoughts. And if your thoughts, if the, if the over, you know, the general tone of your thoughts is negative, then your subconscious mind will always look for a reflection of what you are thinking and how you're feeling. So if you're feeling negative, you're going to perceive that in the world because your subconscious mind is just looking for evidence of what it is being told. And so if it's negative, you're going to have a negative experience of the world and it's going to be a downward spiral into survival mode, perpetual survival mode. Whereas if you train and rewire your brain to be more positive, then you're going to have a positive experience in life and you're going to vibrate on a higher frequency and attract good things into your life because you are in a much better place. And so I tell the way I work with my clients when we do the hypnosis is I, I, um, I, 
I share with them that belief that the better it gets, the better it gets. And so when that's a belief in your subconscious mind, your, your subconscious mind is looking for the evidence of that in the world. And so you're only focusing on the things that are going to bring more value to you and your experience. And it, it's so true when you open up, right? When you, everything you're talking about is just like following that positive. But what about the guys that are like in the rut right now? So in the rat, so what I find quite often is a lot, a lot of men are stuck in that rat race and it's almost like zombie mode, groundhog day. You know, you, it's that natural, what you're talking about, the survival mode. How do we spark? How do we spark that realization? How do we get someone from here just to here how do we get that going how do we like because because men are hearing but they're not listening and and that's my biggest my biggest barrier is that a lot of men are hearing what I'm saying in terms of helping them guiding like I know if you follow this blueprint if you follow this map it's going to lead you to the place where you feel like you have meaning and your happiness but the biggest thing is it's getting them from stage one so stage zero to stage one to, to get the spark and momentum what what would you say to someone who's in that state there's so much um number one number what what could you do like how could we get that guy going how can we reignite that fire in his belly to say hey look dude we've been you've been in this groundhog day for a long time now like you're in caveman mentality like how do i spark him to take that first step it's about a vision of what you want to be and realizing that change is only going to come from within nobody can sign up to you and expect you to do the work for them and and I'm really really clear with this with anybody I work with I'm like I get amazing results but I'm not going to do the work for you I will guide you and I will help you and I'll support you to embody the things that you need to do and obviously the subconscious reprogramming is huge that has a massive effect but no one's going to do the work but you so you you know if you if you've got people people in your world who are paying their money to to be in your world James then they need to realize that you're not going to do it for them and that's it's the self-belief piece to look inside and realize that nobody is going to turn your life around but you okay and, and, and that's true right we, we have those two rules right so the two rules to working with us is number one you show up one percent a day number two you meet us halfway every day yes. and, and you've, that's very true so what we're so what so almost what you're saying is that the guys have to be ready to commit they have there has to be number one the awareness right there's a there's a scene in Finding Nemo, and I always, I, I this is an uh, analogy, and it, they're on this rift, uh, um, and it's taking them all the way through to Sydney, so it's really fast paced, right? And Nemo gets knocked out of it, and he's in the ocean, and everything is calm, and every like you know the world doesn't matter. You can see everything moving really fast in that in that rift that's flying off, and it's like almost to get them out of that rift into that calm into like see the bigger picture get them to the top of the cliff and start seeing the bigger picture we have to uh, like we have to make them realize that this is for me what the alternative options are here so it's like flipping it and going yeah this is this is what we can be but also this is the path that you're heading on so it's like a trajectory of a timeline like if you keep not showing up you're going to have a body that you know you don't feel comfortable with that you're not proud of the likelihood is is your wife going to keep putting up with that 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 miserable state of mind that you come home with where you snap and you're short tempered um are there is everyone going to put up with the drinking is everyone, so in theory what we're saying is we've got to make them more aware 
of actually what does happen to us if we don't follow this timeline if we don't meet you halfway if we don't do what you've asked us to do Would i think you- i think people are aware they just feel like they don't have it within themselves to to be able to dig deeper and and find it in them to be able to do it but actually what i would really like to share is that perception is everything and when you change your perception about yourself and what you're yeah. capable of yeah then you can really turn it around because how the mind works is that and you might have heard this it's quite a common saying it's whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right yeah and so if you tell yourself that life is so hard and woe me then you're gonna stay in that disempowered state Whereas if you actually make a decision, that's the thing. When you choose something, when you just decide something, you're sending a message to your subconscious mind and it feels different. And it's your subconscious mind that is your zone of genius. It's the one that's going to get you there. And, you know, intellectually, you don't know how you're going to get to that place. But that doesn't matter because your subconscious mind will work on this in the background for you. If you send that signal that, yes, I want to do this and I want to be in a better position and I know that I'm capable of getting there myself and I have the self-belief and and the drive and the determination. But it's the perception piece the fact that perception is everything is is the be all and end all because you can have two people with the same really hard life circumstances but they can have two very different outcomes in what they can achieve in a year because of their perception yeah and it it makes such a difference Okay, so some interesting points there for I think if we're listening in and we're thinking of like, you know, I'm going around in this merry-go-round of Groundhog Day. It's like understanding, like, I I think there's some nice thoughts to take away there and and build on. And obviously, you're going to more detail of the seminar, I'm sure, with your teachings on this. So we're going to move on to the second one that you're going to look at. And you mentioned it there, and it was the power of the subconscious mind subconscious mind um and i found this quite interesting when i worked with you it is is almost being aware of the second subconscious like the conscious mind and subconscious mind and being more aware of the subconscious and and the the internal strength that it kind of almost gave me like connecting with it more rather than ignoring it like um tell us more about it what do you want to know sorry (laughs) Sorry, about the unconscious, so the subconscious mind. Tell us a little bit about how that works. Okay, yeah. Um, so your experience of reality is shaped by your subconscious mind. Because do you remember I said that your brain only cares about your survival, keeping yeah. you alive? So your subconscious mind has this protective um, way of being in the sense that it will take care of sort of like um, uh, scanning your surroundings all day long you won't even realize that you're doing it but you are you're constantly so I'm talking to you now but subconsciously I'll be aware of the noise that's going on outside and and all sorts of different things like that and it's doing that to keep you alive so it's always scanning your current surroundings and comparing it to what you've experienced before because as soon as there's something that will um, signal danger because of a threat that you or a difficult situation you've been in before it will trigger that and and helps keep you alive obviously like like caveman days are much more scary and dangerous than they are now but we still got the same brain and so as we're always scanning this subconsciously your subconscious mind chooses what thoughts to send to your conscious mind chooses what to get you to notice consciously and can we change that 
can we change those messages yeah yeah, yeah exactly because it what so it chooses what to send to your conscious mind based on the beliefs that you hold. So many people have limiting beliefs about themselves because at some point in their life, in childhood, they've decided something based on an experience. And it could be something explicit, like somebody has told you that you're rubbish at, um, I don't know, whatever. And so you have that belief, but it's not even necessarily needs to be that explicit it could just be a decision that you've made like you've put your hand up in class and you got the answer wrong nobody made a fool of you nobody laughed at you but you got the answer wrong so you felt embarrassed you yeah. just decided that you are stupid and then that's a belief that you hold and it holds you back into adulthood so that's the kind of subconscious thing that I'm talking about yeah. everything we've ever experienced is stored in the subconscious mind and it shapes how we live our life. So obviously you want to get rid of the stuff that doesn't serve you, the stuff that's holding you back, that's making you feel inferior or less than, so that you don't live your life with these props of surviving, coping mechanisms to help you get through the day that really aren't serving you long-term. But remember your primitive brain doesn't care about your happiness. It just cares about keeping you alive. So this is why men will and obviously women but your feet your arena is men um this is why we do things that we don't want to do and we later regret but it's just your primitive brain getting you to use that coping mechanism that has kept you alive in the past yeah. regardless of how unhappy it's made you feel so if we were in an environment where there was a lot of negativity like the, let's take the office for example when there's lots of moaning and complaining is it quite fair to say that if we are in that environment and we are subconsciously listening to that that it's going to end up having an effect on our behavior in the way that we think not necessarily i literally just did a live on this this morning on oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah it's um when you work on yourself and we yeah. work on getting yourself to a place where you are so mentally strong and resilient and yeah. positive that's the real key that you yeah. shift your mind to be focused on the positive things then, for example, office gossip and negativity, any negative situations around you, they don't affect you in the same way because you've raised your vibration, like your, your mood, your energy levels, how you feel about yourself and your life. You've raised it to, a, to such a point that the negativity, it's like you've risen above the bullshit and it just doesn't bother you in the same way as it, it doesn't drag you down, doesn't deplete you because you are really strong and grounded in yourself. So for, so for, let's say that's what we're trying to achieve for the guys in our brotherhood. So like they're all working on themselves to being a lot more conscious about actually, I'm not, I don't deal with this trivial, I don't need to deal with this trivial stuff anymore. Like I've over, but like for people that maybe are in that groundhog day scenario, do you think that's why some people do end up feeling quite negative? Like, is it an added, like, so for, for someone that's not working on themselves, but they listen in and they're like, yeah, I'm listening to everything that's got like the way that I, I guess, perceive a lot of the shows that we do in the morning is because I'm trying to put a positive spin on their day early in the morning, 830. The way that I look at it is this is why I always suggest that people don't look at your phones in the first hour because yeah. you're going to get some sort of negative message or something, you know, with the news, the way it is today. It's like try and keep your mind clear for the first two hours and, and fill it with the positive uh, the positive stuff um is that is that something that's a good trick to try and do to help the subconscious or build the conscious mind what stay off your phone, the phone, off your phone building yourself up in the morning 
And obviously, yeah. you know, I, I, what I'm trying to get to is the people that are not necessarily working on themselves right now. So I'm trying to build up that picture, how we start building that up. Yeah, it's it's about, like you say earlier, the self-awareness piece, when you're aware of what's going on and you understand how your mind works, then it, then that's the game changer because you don't have to, like, sorry, James, but you don't have to invest in yourself to make massive change. Like I've got a podcast where I share so much information and, and I say on there, if you listen and you implement work you can turn your life around just by by listening you know and and implementing the, the tips and the facts you, you don't need a lot of money like people can watch you and change their lives just by tuning in but they need to be made self-aware and they need to be ready to to make the changes I don't think that really answers your question um no that's fine it's fine it's there I mean like on that no, I, I want to answer your question okay. um uh Yes, they need to know that negativity brings you down because it goes in this metaphorical stress bucket in the mind. And the yeah. more full your stress bucket is, the harder it is to say positive, patient, calm, um, grounded, away from the, the triggers of the coping mechanisms and confident, happy, present in the moment. All of those things that you want to have are yeah. very yeah. hard to, to have and feel when your stress bucket is full. And the more negative you are in what you say and what you think, the more that quickly that stress bucket fills up. Mm. So it's and about being aware of your thoughts, I think, is, is a really thought key. It was quite interesting the statement saying that you didn't need to ne necessarily work on yourself. So for me, the biggest gap between listening to just content and actually then moving forward is accountability for me I think and and actually having someone there as a guide or a mentor or as a coach to to actually say why aren't we doing what we're doing and to, to analyze that and I I've often like I've been doing this a long time now and I've often found that as soon as that accountability is removed from the equation that's when people start falling back into caveman mentality right because there's no one there so like I remember when uh, you were setting me homework and you were challenging me in terms of asking what my good things were in the day, what's positive, what's working, what's working, what's working. And I think that that, that element is having that individual there to build that subconscious, to build that confidence, to build the controlling measures around the caveman mentality. So it's quite, it's quite interesting. So we're going on to the last one. What's your, what's your view of a best life? So the last thing we're going to be covering is how to live your best life. What, what is a best life? Yeah, I love this question. Um, it's about learning to be happy now, regardless of what's happening around you, because happiness comes from within and nothing, when you realise nothing can make you happy, but actually yourself. So be learning to be at peace with yourself, letting go of anything that's happened in the past that you're dragging through and carrying and holding on your shoulders, doing that work so that you can let that go, if that's relevant. Um, and not constantly striving, okay, because a lot of us have this need to um, to to get a certain thing or to achieve a certain thing and then we'll be happy but absolutely not that's not going to make you happy because when you get there you're going to realize that you want something else it's about learning to be happy now so a really a really good tip that I share is know what your big goal is and realize how you're going to feel when you get there and then look for ways that you can feel that now because we only have now and if you can do that 
then you're happy now and you'll be even happier then. But that's the key is to be happy now because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yeah. And I was going to say something else. Um, I can't remember, but basically, oh yeah, and values. Know what your values are. Because if, for example, your values, mine are freedom, joy, and family, and in that comes friends. And anything that I do, if it's misaligned, I'm not gonna be living my best life. And so for, for me, it's automatic now. Everything I do is aligned with my values, but yeah. a lot of people haven't got those clear in their mind. And so for example, they spend you know, way too long in the office working for somebody who doesn't really care about you, and actually neglecting the the family life at home when actually when you work out what your values are the family at home are the ones that are so important to you and, and actually when it comes down to it you're just in survival mode so you're thinking that you need to work more and more and more get your get your values sorted yeah align your actions with those values and then you're going to find it easier to feel happy but with a caveat to that if you're stuck in survival mode it's hard you can hear what i'm saying but it's very hard to 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 get to that stage because you need to get yourself out of survival mode first, basically. Yeah, it's, I always the way that I visualize what you're talking about there is kind of like the trenches. Like when we used to be in the military, you used to be in the trenches for protection. You're like right down low, and then the first part of that was like putting the ladder, putting the ladder up to start taking those small steps to getting out. And then suddenly, when you get up to the top, you can see a much bigger picture. And and I guess it comes down to our three step uh, vision model. So the first step and um, you might be able to elaborate the science behind this so the first vision for us is where many people are right now is if you stood up right up to a huge oak tree like literally six inches away from it all you see is what's right in front of you so i kind of find that people that are in that state are super reactive like very much what we spoke about there right and then there are some people if you took 10 meters back from that tree you kind of see a little bit of light around the tree and you see a bit of a vision but people go between one and two. They're kind of, depending on what mood they're on, what distractions, they kind of go from being right in front of the tree to being 10 metres back, and, and the vision kind of varies. But then you get those people who have an epiphany. They have maybe someone in the family dies. Maybe they had a cancer scare. What it really does is it's almost like a, 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 that spark that we spoke about at the very, very start. You know, they were told that their cholesterol is high or they nearly lost their marriage. And that suddenly puts them on the mission of self-discovery to climb the mountain that's behind the tree to suddenly stand up up there and you see this whole horizon of opportunity to, to go and live the, your best life as, as, as we call it, right? Um, would you, that has worked for many, many guys in terms of the visualization of recognizing where they are at what stage. Um, is that quite common in terms of like putting all of the things that you do in terms of bringing them through the stages of self-discovery and, and visualization a lot of the people that i work with know that they're not getting the best in their life because they don't have the self-belief to make the bold changes that you know for example getting out of the rat race they they know that their heart's not in the work that they're doing and they really want to do something else but yeah. they haven't got the confidence or the self-belief to actually get out of their comfort zone and believe in themselves. You know, everybody could be telling you that you are so right for that job opportunity, but you don't believe it yourself and you're not gonna take the action. And so, yeah, the work that I do, it helps you to build your self-belief amongst many other things so that you can make the changes in your life that you need to make so that you can be, yeah. you know, not have any regrets basically in years to come. 100%, and, it, and listen, it's a really difficult task, isn't it? To, to change, like to transform 
the way that you run your mind because your mind is so powerful like to, mm. to, to grasp it is so difficult it's like like the karate kid when they were trying to catch the fly with the chopsticks it's just like sometimes you feel like you're chasing your own tail uh, tail and sometimes you think oh mate it's like 10 steps for uh, one step forward 10 back one step forward 10 back and it's hard right do you know do you often find that with people that you work with when they come to me they say things like I know that I shouldn't feel this way because intellectually like this is the case but I can't help how I feel and that is the thing you can you can read the self-help books and 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 do do all of that but unless you actually work on do the inner work it's very difficult because your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions come from the subconscious mind and if you've got limiting beliefs there based on experiences from the past yeah. then it's very hard to move the feelings forward and make the progress that you intellectually know you want to make yeah 100%. So, yeah it, it isn't actually hard when when you do like do the work with the subconscious mind because when your subconscious mind is is in that state that it's listening it if it's a positive thing that it's hearing which of course yeah. it is we're working with me it just lets it go because it feels better mm. it's that first step like i think the hardest part is always that first step of getting out yeah. the trench like yeah. and then as soon as you're on the momentum train and everything's fitting into place and you're and you're, and you're fighting back almost against that caveman mentality mm. you then suddenly like wow like i'm starting to achieve stuff and you know suddenly yeah. like momentum. that dickhead that used to annoy me every day i don't even annoy me anymore that, like <laughs> Who, like what did I even lose my temper for and then suddenly yeah. like, I'm going to the gym without even thinking about it yeah the momentum train but as 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 difficult it is to take that first step and then actually it, like you say when you're on that train it's relatively easy because you're following guidelines and structures and I know you have yours and we have ours within our brotherhood and the way that and, and we take people through our process you to you do that as well and it's all structured to get you on that train to get you to the end result but it's so easy and it only takes a couple of days. And we always get guys saying this is like, man, a couple of days out. And I'm, I feel like I'm back at square one. You're not actually right back at square one, but it feels like you've lost that element of progress. That's perception. 100%, if, you're, right? if you're telling yourself that, Oh, you know, fuck it. I've had two days off and I'm, you know, what's the point now? Well, if you're telling yourself that, then that's how you're going to feel. Yeah. But if you turn that around and think it doesn't matter. So what if I've had two days, let's just keep going. You believe in yourself and you're feeding your mind with the, with the empowered statements yeah. rather than the disempowered ones, then that's going to make the difference. If you believe that you, you need somebody to help you get to a certain place in life, then, then suddenly when you, when you don't have that person in your life, then you're going to feel like you can't do it anymore. But, but actually that that's down to you to, for believing that in the first place, no one can help you, but yourself. So if you believe in yourself more, you can literally do anything. And And you're going to have to want to do this as well as you know, guys. So like, if you're listening to this, oh, great, but you actually have to want to fucking change in the first place, because like, if you don't, it doesn't matter how skilled or experienced me or Jenna or any other coaches you go to, they will you will never progress unless you actually want like and and, and that's why I say I don't just work with anybody like I get a discovery call with anybody that I take on because I'm not working with somebody that I don't truly believe wants it for themselves and so yeah you can't just sign up with me over Instagram it's like no we're gonna have a discovery call and I'm gonna make sure that you're right for the program and you have to be in that right frame of mind to transform and I think that is what's really key and what what's difficult for us even even through that process as well is like when bloke no matter what we do they just disappear 
they yeah. just they just literally disappear and we're like sometimes it's frustrating for us to give more of a shit about that individual than they do about themselves that's yeah. quite hard to take and it's the yeah. hardest part of the job is that you you realize that you are never going to save everybody and yeah. and, and it's quite frustrating because we all want to make an imp we want to change lives you know yeah. mine stems from my dad dying as a, when, I, when I was six and I like I look at <clears throat> I look at it and think I don't want a six or seven or eight year old to lose their dad because they got lost in the system. So yeah. that's that, you know, when it comes to vulnerability, that's my drive. That's my passion. That's where I, that's where I lose my temper with lads. I'm like, dude, like fucking have some self-respect for yourself, man, mm -hmm. you know, in the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, so listen, I think it's been a great conversation. Um, I think it's just like a little teaser in terms of like, you know, I think you're going to, the lads that show up to the seminar, um, are going to get great amount of value listening to to your set and to your talk, and I think they're going to come away. Um, if guys wanted to listen to you in the meantime, leaning up to um, the seminar, I know you've got a podcast and you're on Instagram. Where can people listen to your teaching so they can kind of get to know you before the seminar? Yeah, so it's um, or how to change your life with Jenna Holloway. Um, on I think it's on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Or if you're on Instagram, you can go to at Believe and Achieve with Jenna. Um, and it's the link in my bio. Um, or we can share an, an email where they can contact yeah. you. Yeah, it's info at believe-achieve.co.uk. And I was going to say something, actually, James, which I think will be really helpful because I've actually had some conversations with um, people who wanted to go to the seminar last year and they, you know, they admitted that they got anxious or and just decided not to go even ones that have booked the ticket uh, did you have some no shows yeah we did yeah always yeah. always will have no shows yeah and and this is like so this is why i want to say this that is your brain this this part of your brain that wants to keep you alive will magnify the risk of something and will make you overthink all of the reasons why not to go when you first had the idea to go to the seminar you were really excited about it or when you're watching this video you're really excited about it so just book up now like I'm sure you're going to probably leave the link on this book your place now and then when it comes to it just it might feel a little bit nerve-wracking to step on the train and go there but just do it anyway because you're going to get so much out of it and what we know what 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 I'm sure you will know from like life experience is that when you are worrying about something in advance it always feels so much worse than actually doing the thing and that's because your brain is magnifying the risk the yeah. actually doing the thing is never as bad as you think it's going to be so yeah. all the people that are coming to your seminar they're all like-minded men that want to change yeah. things that want to be inspired that that you know that are probably feeling vulnerable being there as well so just book your ticket and get on the train and go because the minute I bear hug you at the entrance, all of that is just going to disappear because you're going to feel safe and yeah, exactly. comfortable. And, and we all experience it because we do it before a race. We do it at a job interview. And you're absolutely right. You know, every time you think about doing something, we all go through it. And the minute you start running, all of that, you're like, where's that anxiety gone? Yeah. Um, 100% really good point as well. Because I always put that whenever I'm advertising the tickets, I'm always like, I get that you're going to be nervous. I get that you're going to overthink this. Um, and great point. Really great point to finish with. So thank you for coming on and your time and your energy. Um, it's been great to see you grow personally as well. Oh, and thank like, you very much. What you talk about is, is absolutely fantastic and relevant as well. So relevant. Probably very much so for men um but it's something actually, that you I've actually done a, learn, don't you? 
Yo, go, go, go. I've done a specific episode of what, um, but based on the, the men, male clients that I've helped in my work, led me to want to do a podcast episode and it's called what men need to hear yeah. because you're like I said you're only ever in your own mind and so you think that you're so alone and everything but actually I've got the privilege of having worked with quite a lot of male clients now and I share some some insights in that episode that are just really really important it's actually quite a serious episode um compared really? to the others but yeah I felt it was really needed yeah brilliant go and check that out guys thank you for your time watching here Jenna, thank you. We're going to stop thank the live feed. Um, for for those that want to register for this, the ticket, the links is on the bio here somewhere. Go and check it out. See some of the other speakers that we've got coming. We've got Pam, who's going to be focusing on career, how to build the career that you want. Um, and she's done some incredible stuff. We've got uh, John Beatty, who is a Commonwealth UK runner. So we're going to get into the elitist mindset that he gets into to prepare himself and actually deal with post events so he doesn't go into that depression phase. Uh, and then you've got little old me who will just blow you away with all of the content that we're going to be doing. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. See you there. All right.